All right, folks, brace yourself. We're back for another episode of OK Stupid, a guide to self-sabotage, blah 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 By this point, you know what the title of the show is, right? Of course you do, because not only are you a loyal podcast subscriber, a number of you also went out and got the free ebook of the first chapter. Free ebook of the first, <laughs> the writing in it's much better than my speaking. You got the first chapter, you downloaded it, you read it, you wrote it and you really liked it. That's amazing. Amazing. It, it, I'm going to have to keep doing that, I guess. I mean, the book's done. I just got to clean it up and go through it some more. And thank you for that. And if you go there tomorrow or, well, you go there now on Amazon on Wednesday, was it the 12th? The 12th, Wednesday the 12th, go there right now. It's going to be free, free again today. So go download it. Tell all your friends. It'll be wonderful, delicious. For those of you who've already done this, thanks. You guys are swell. And for those of you who are going to do it, thanks. You're going to be swell. All right, I'll do a uh, I guess show recap. Last week, uh, we had the lovely voice of Mr. Reg. So he's... Not on this week's episode, but what a great voice. Go back and listen to last week's episode. He discussed things like women and guns in their photos. It's very, very strange. But, you know, I guess if they're getting hollered at a lot on the street, it makes sense to show that you know how to use an assault weapon. Did the show start yet? Here's the intro. Welcome to OK Stupid, a guide to self-sabotage in the world of online dating. The names have been changed throughout this story. I should have changed my own. All right, we're on the last part, the last huge chunk, the next couple episodes. It's, that, that's, that's where we're at. We're, at. we're nearing the end. This is not the penultimate episode, but it's uh, getting there. All right, part five, the last online date. My year of sobriety from the world of online dating did not leave me loveless, or more correctly, sexless. During this year, I managed two relationships without the help of online matchmakers. It was a year where I mocked those pathetic, undeveloped creatures that had to suckle at the teat of the internet in order to find love. Ha! You fools! Then again, neither of those relationships worked out. After my Canadian sexcapade, I didn't rush back to the cold indifference of online dating. I was happy to be bitter with Hank and live vicariously through Kurt's online dalliances. dalliances. I wrote the word, but I can't pronounce it. Anyway. Carissa had run off with a man she'd met on J-Date. I reminded her that she wasn't Jewish. He's not a jerk. For not a jerk, I'll be Jewish or anything else he wants me to be. <laughs> I'm glad you have standards, I said. She told me I smelled like hand moisturizer. Working from home, I spent a lot of time in front of my computer. On an early spring day, a client took a really long time to respond to an urgent request. Instead of reading a book, huffing gasoline, or anything else productive, I, I relapsed. Kurt never supported my sabbatical. Give it another shot. I met a really nice girl. 
I logged back into the online dating cesspool. This time, I was going to write a nice, normal letter. Let's see how that went. Caramel Little O, or Caramel Little O, posted a link to a video of a man wearing a tuxedo on the beach. She also alliterated L words in her introduction. Hi. <laughs> I'm not afraid to get sand on my tuxedo if... Wait here. I've got to go back and watch more of that video. Do you like to lollygag with a lollipop? Really? That's interesting. No, thanks. I just ate. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs> it was that simple. A moment of downtime, and I pointed my web browser back to OkCupid. I was off the wagon and back in the mud. The cheery blue tones of the site called me in. The login box was in the same place. My screen name was still the brand of speakers I had, so it was easy to remember. And my password was, well, password. I clicked the sign in button. The site remembered me. My ridiculous profile, my questionable photos, even my quote-unquote favorites were all right where I left them. For the past year, my online dating self sat patiently in the cloud waiting for my return. Logged in, a message popped up on my screen. Jhagwin78 has logged in. All right, who is Jhagwin78 and why am I being alerted to her presence? Was she on a secret watch list that I was in charge of? No, I'd forgotten about the creepiest of creepy features, the favorites. OkCupid allows you, the online pervert, to favorite a profile. That person's profile is then wrapped in gold and a link to it is placed in your sidebar. The sidebar is where all important things, like tabs on women you've never met, are kept. The favorite is an alert system that pops up and says, Hey, creepy stalker face. That woman you might have messaged two years ago, she just logged in. Now pull your pants up and go visit her profile. Or pull your pants down. Do you even have pants? Each time you clicked onto a profile, that person would be alerted that someone was checking them out. When I started messaging people and they'd responded, I'd have to refresh my memory and look at their profile again. Who was Flirty Girl 76 and why did I message her about the documentary Contiki? Every time I went back to that profile, Flirty Girl 76 would get a message that I was checking her out. Again. With my shotgun approach to messaging, I found myself returning to profiles over and over. I did not want to appear as an obsessive sort to Flirty Girl 76 or any of the other girls. There are two ways to avoid alerting your potential dates. The first way is to upgrade to the premium membership where for a fee you can stalk in the shadows. Paying for a site that offers all of its useful features for free is ridiculous. It's like an ice cream shop that offers free ice cream but charges for sprinkles. I can live without sprinkles. Barely, but I can. The second method was my own. After messaging a woman, I would save her profile as a PDF. 
If I needed to refresh my memory before a date, I could pull up the PDF and Flirty Girl 76 would not see me as a pathetic loser that was checking her out every two minutes. <laughs> yes, my approach is the creepiest of all possible choices. And yes, there is a folder on my computer with hundreds of profiles saved in it. Look, I'm not printing them out and wearing them as a dress. I'm not rating them, dreaming of them, or for that matter, even opening most of them. I'd really only open them if a woman responded. Out of the hundreds, that comes to about 30 profiles. It's still creepy, but when it came time to write this book, to record this podcast, my creepiness was invaluable. On second thought, my compulsive behavior to save profiles was not creepiness. It was research. We're talking big data. Yes, sure, research. Valuable research. Like having dogs smoke cigarettes, my hard work would pay off by having people from around the world read my words, hear my voice, while you sit on the toilet. Caught you, didn't I? clicked onto my favorite, jhagwin78's profile, which alerted her immediately that KRKRP6 is visiting her. The digital flirting dance had begun, and I had made the first move. A move I had to make to see what she looked like. For some reason, I hadn't saved her profile. Hi. That's impressive that you made earrings out of your braces. Really impressive. <laughs> I, this is all a cold read. I don't read through this ahead of time, so I catch myself off guard. Let's, let's try that again. Hi. That's impressive that you made earrings out of your braces. Really impressive if they were leg braces. I've never had any sort of braces. Or earrings. I'd want to brace myself if I got earrings, because then a Porsche and a toupee wouldn't be that far off. Thanks for your time, stranger. Cheers. Minutes later, a message popped up alerting me that Hagwin 78 had signed off. She was probably going to go turn her earrings into weapons. I glanced at the other screen names in my favorites list, but had too much pride to click onto any of them. It was a weird moment of self-restraint, but a stand is a stand. I stared at the main page, not blinking. A few minutes passed, and... I accepted that I was back into the online dating scene. I scrolled through a mugshot array of potential matches and clicked onto one I liked. Scratchy Not Itchy offered bonus points if your inner nerd was embraced. Hi, I can embrace my inner nerd. It's the outer one I have problems with. I have the sense that this is important, but it's more interesting than writing, yo. Cheers. Not even an hour had passed, and I had sent two messages. I got up from my desk and went outside to clear my head. It was too late. I scanned every face that I passed on the street to see if I recognized them from OkCupid. 
I was big brother, but so was the girl wearing the chunky necklace at the Starbucks in the corner. Miss Terry 83 was her name. It wasn't her birth name, but it was enough of an identifier for me to leave without making eye contact. My dirty secret was hers. At that moment, her head was buried into her phone reading a message from me. Miss Terry 83 wanted someone gorgeous, yet not too attractive. Hi. I'm gorgeous, yet not too attractive. I think it has something to do with half of my body being made out of cups of dirt. From the right angle, I look good, but when I turn, cups of dirt. I don't need a crocheted t-shirt, but you could make one for my grandfather. You two have probably shared a huff or two of glue while placing dollar bets on combat boots and thin ankles, thick legs. How does a horse stand? He's a nice man, but smells of mothballs. I put up with him because I've been living off his social security checks for years. And his couch. I think it's a couch. Are couches meant to be crunchy? Why do you eat chocolate out of your underwear? Cheers. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's so many things wrong with that message. I wouldn't have responded either. Frankly, I'm surprised that after getting my message, she didn't start a blog detailing the insane messages she receives online. Are you already having freakouts because there is so much to do during the holidays? Are you feeling the flab factor rearing its annoying head with all the eggnog, peppermint JoJo's, and candy? What the hell is a peppermint JoJo? Does the cold weather lead you to Hermitville, ending up in Frumptown? Think maybe if you drink too many peppermint JoJo's, you're going to end up in some town. Join Marcy Raider for the Rockin' Your Beautiful Virtual Workshop on November 22nd to beat the flab, freakouts, and frump. Go to www.marcyraider.com for details. That is www.marcyraider.com. Do it now. And the first five people get free peppermint JoJo's. That's not true. The first five people can tell me what a peppermint JoJo is. That would be nice. Anyway, that is another episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Because I'm simple. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.